Once upon a time, Chris called Dan and said, I'm having an idea. When Dan got over his initial shock and horror, he agreed to hear Chris out. Suddenly, a podcast was born, and somehow I was sucking into recording the intro to give them a little bit of legitimacy. And so, here we are. Welcome to the Dan and Chris Save the World podcast. The Dan and Chris podcast has been fortified with six essential vitamins and minerals. Please use only as directed. Be careful operating heavy machinery while listening to this podcast. If you are pregnant or may become pregnant, please consult a physician before listening to this podcast. No animals were harmed in the creation of this podcast. For best results, open your mind and smile while listening. Continued use of this podcast has been known to cause hilarity in certain individuals. Proceed, Proceed at, at your, your own, own risk. risk. Hit record. Like, exactly. No. We should just hit record and, and then, then start talking about whatever. Because we never know what we're going to talk about. So, you know. Mickey! I, I don't know why I'm putting him in front of the camera, but there's a Mickey in front of the camera. So. There's a Mickey in front of the camera. He <laughs> got Mickeyed. You know what's funny? <laughs> a lot of things, not me. Um, I, I, You said, hey, you want to record tonight? I'm like, yeah, that'd be great. So for the past, I don't know, half an hour, 45 minutes since we agreed to, to get together to record tonight... I have been thinking of all these things that I wanted to talk about, right? And then I'm like, I can't say anything about them. I, I just want to save them for the recording. <laughs> like, <laughs> like when we walked in, we started shooting the shit and just being like, yeah. hey, how you doing? I'm like, okay, let's just hit record. I just, we don't want to miss anything. <laughs> just hit record. But that's, what the, that's what this is about. It's just it's just us talking and, you know, whatever comes out, comes out. So I've got some air fried pizza pockets and a beer. I'm ready to go, man. I got a bottle of water. That works. I got my Sam Adams cherry wheat. I got my, my Wegman spring water. I got a whole, <laughs> almost full pallet of that down in the kitchen. So I'll, I'm going to push that after I'm done with the beer. There you go. And that was the sound of both of us drinking. Yeah, this, we synchronized that just for your, your own entertainment value. You've heard about synchronized swimming, synchronized drinking. Go yep. figure. Special Smooth. talent we both have. Oh, yes. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing Okay. You seemed pretty kind of like just whooped the other night when we were. I, have, I have been whooped for a while. I mean, especially uh, it, since. Gee, since, I wonder. Since getting back from Florida, especially, I don't know. I mean, I was really kind of, kind of a beat, little beat down there, but just getting back has just been worse. And maybe because I slept in a little bit more down there or something. I don't know, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, the whole year and a half lately, last last year and a half, has not been fun. But yeah, um, yeah, I've just been tired this past week, but. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I mean, recovery from surgery wise, it's going okay. There's still off and on days. It's been more on days than off. So mm-hmm. it's been, it's been fairly good, but, you know, but I do have to take pills on a normal basis. And mm-hmm. um, my last day down in Florida, I didn't really take my pills. And that night I, it let me know. <laughs> oh, Wow. So I got to visit a lot of the bathrooms at Disney Springs, so it was kind of neat. Oh, dear. <laughs> but, you know, that's all part of, part of the process, and you know, once I, if I take them, I'm usually okay. So mm-hmm. it's just it's just fiber and emodium, you know, so it's just more, you know, I need more fiber in my diet, apparently. So. Okay. And I need emodium to help me uh, be regular, so yay me. <laughs> so how you been? I'm doing Okay. It has been it has been really tough at work lately. Yeah, you know I know I've I've lamented about that in the past, mm-hmm. but it has not improved at all. And, and and we were we were 
improving. We went to four of the seven inspector slots in the Northwest Quadrant are, are operational again. And, you know, people are working and, uh, you know, our new person uh, who's been on since early in the summer, she's, she's really, I mean, she's a sharp cookie. Mm-hmm. So she's really taken to the job very quickly. But then somebody who's had issues, medically speaking, on and off, uh, will be departing again in a week or so for another medical leave and more surgery mm-hmm. and whatnot. And they'll be gone till February. Oh, wow. So we're back down to three already. Jeez. And it's now we have a new person who just started up and is going to be taking one of the areas in the Northwest, but he's just at the beginning of training. He won't be ready right. to go out into the field until January, February. Right. Right. So, yeah. So yeah. I have just, a lot of, I have been getting, up, huh? yeah. I've been getting whooped. You know, my colleagues who are still on the line with me, we are getting whooped. And our boss is being amazing. You know, my my boss is really good about watching our backs and, you know, and helping us out and making sure that, you know, if we're getting overwhelmed, then he tries to lighten the load elsewhere, you know, so that we're not just getting crushed, but, you know, we're getting Mm -hmm. crushed nonetheless. Right. You know, we're the only guys out there and, and, you know, each of us have our own specialty, you know, Mm -hmm. and so there are times where I get called to handle like a lot of customer service stuff, you know, okay. if there needs to be a soft touch mm-hmm. you know, or diplomacy, they call Chris, you know, if they see it, need something a little bit more, you know, um, uh, not so much code wise, cause we're all good at it. But if you need something a little more hands-on, then you go to Mark or Mike, you know, because mm-hmm. those guys are, you know, more engineer mechanically inclined than I am, you know, right. but it's like, Oh, ouch, ouch. And then even the police officers and the, and the, the, the crime prevention officers are even calling me, asking me for things. It's like, <laughs> um, God, <laughs> I love you guys, but no. <laughs> yes. but, but it's good that you work together and everything, mm-hmm. and, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's all part and part of the fun. Yeah, work has been. I've had pretty much nonstop meetings since I got back. You yeah, know, I, had, I had over like a thousand emails in my inbox. Um, oh literally, Jesus! Literally, and you know, at, and but and then besides, besides that, pretty much solid meetings. I think tomorrow I have a few hours. Um, without any meeting schedules, maybe I can do some actual work. So, I'm supposed to do actual work besides meetings, apparently. <laughs> it, it, it's like that line from Office with the, you know, when he, when, uh, or no, Office Space, when the, when the guy's having the meeting with the Bobs, he goes, you know, in any given week, I do actually 15 minutes of real, actual work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I squeeze in a bunch of stuff between whatever, I don't know how. When people ask me, how do you get any work done? I, I have no idea. You know, but um, yeah, it's you do what you got to do. So, I mean, and my boss is going out on medical for a few weeks because he's got to get a, a, a surgery done. So, um, but you know, it's kind of it's one of those surgeries where you, you have to get it done sooner than later because if you try to do it later, then it just won't work as well. So, okay, but um, so he's getting it done tomorrow. So, but he's going to be out for a few weeks after that. To, so, um, well, good luck to him. I hope that goes yeah. smoothly. So that's some more more stuff added on. So you know, there's a few of us that are you know more of the higher level of the group that can you know, pick up a lot of the slack. But you know, we still have to spread it out amongst us. So it's more stuff. You know, each of us have to pick up and everything. So, mm-hmm. um, but you know, just add to the fun around Christmas time. Christmas time here, a nice Christmas present. It's a Christmas miracle. It's a Christmas <laughs> miracle. Oh, is that that lovely, sir? Mm-hmm. But yeah, so. Oh, but other than that, I'm going camping with the boys this weekend. Oh, your favorite thing these days. Except it's in a heated cabin, and I get a bed, a cot. Well, then there you go. Now oh, you're now not, you're off and running. That's that's probably one of the main reasons why I jumped. I said yes, I'll do it without without much thing because 
<laughs> You're not built for camping anymore. Not especially not winter camping. I don't know. I don't. I don't relish the idea of winter camping, and and I suppose I might have to do it sometime with the, with the boys there. But mm-hmm. I don't. I don't relish that. So having a a cabin is nice. So I actually bring both boys, Zach and Josh. Oh boy! Even though Josh is in a you know still a Cub Scout, but when he said, "Yeah, come on, bring him. He can come." So I said, "Okay." And Josh said, "Okay." So. <laughs> I I did it. I pulled the trigger. I think I told told you about it. I, I I am going on my first vacation in a quarter of a century this spring. Yes, and by yourself. By my. Well, I'm taking the dog with well, me. The dog. Well, yeah. yeah but the, the only human, with, but yes. so, which is good because you just need time to be by yourself and just do whatever. I bought you know. and I and I bought myself my very first laptop. Ooh. There's been laptops in the house in the past, right? You know, other people mm-hmm. have had them, and or I've had my laptop for work. This one is mine, mm-hmm. right? And it's it's a nice little thing. It's like an AMD, you know. It's uh, mm-hmm. what do we got here? An AMD Ryzen 5000 series with a Radeon graphics card. Okay, is that a 17 inch, 15 inch? 15. 15. Yeah. I'm not planning on gaming with it all that much. I might like, you know, log into Discord and chat with people from time to time. But this is basically mm-hmm. going to be my my, my portal of sorts, yeah. you know, for mm-hmm. catching up with emails and, and, and I'm planning, I'm setting aside a time while I'm on vacation, I'm going to write. I was going to say, you, you should, so I'm I was going to see if you're going to bring that up. All of my files, all I, you know how I have that little flash drive chip that I carry with me all the time? Mm-hmm. Yep. All those files are on the laptop now and I'm going to erase the chip. Awesome. So everything is here actively on the laptop, and then I've got my portable hard drive for backups and stuff like that. So, so should, I will never you should stuff. you should have a cl- a cloud drive there. I just you know what I don't trust the cloud, and that <laughs> sounds it just it sounds I feel like I'm that guy like you did you stupid kids get off my lawn. I, I feel like the ancient one who's just not with the times kind of thing. Like I need my grandson to come over and set my VCR up for me, <laughs> shit like that, right? Like how do I program a digital watch, things like that? But yeah. I just there's something about cloud. That I just can't get behind. Which is kind of funny. It is, isn't it? You think of you know all the time you spend gaming and things in, in the cloud, you mm-hmm. know, and all the stuff's happening in the cloud. But you know, well, I don't I, save anything I, important on the cloud. Yeah, see, I, I I have everything in the cloud, and mm-hmm. sometimes in multiple clouds, um, just because again I don't want to lose anything, and I want to, but I also want instant, instant access to it. I've seen so many people with horror stories about their clouds being hacked and then all of their stuff is just now suddenly public. Well, I'm not a celebrity. Well, there's that. (laughs) Um, We're becoming minor celebrities. It's been weird. Yeah, but, you know, local, sure. But when people are recognizing us out and about, just, you know, going to the movies and walking, you know, restaurants and shit like that, it's just kind of, it's kind of weird. I don't think I was really ready for that, even though I'm kind of cool with it. See, I don't, I don't go out much, so I, don't, I guess I don't get recognized. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's that's good. That shows that we're doing something right. Yes, people, people like us, and the people who don't like us are funny. <laughs> it's like you that just, kid who just ignore. Like, it's like after Ghostbusters, that kid who, who recognized us in the uh, in the, the the audience of Ghostbusters and completely misheard everything we were talking about, and then tried blowing me up online the next day. It's like. Dude, what conversation were you listening to? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like holy crap. <laughs> I still haven't seen Ghostbusters yet. I have to see that. Oh, you gotta! I oh my god! Got Here's my non-spoiler it. review. It was worth it. I want to go see it again. I have not heard anyone say anything bad about it. No, you know what's interesting is is how the media is. 
pan the shit out of it. I mean, seriously, a lot of the reviews I've seen were, oh, it, it fails here, it falls flat, oh, it's too much this, it's too much that, oh, this is not right, oh, the, the fans probably didn't like this. They See, were I've just been listening, I've been listening to the fans. Yeah, I've, I've, I've been listening to the fans, and I've been yeah. hearing a different story. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, uh, you know, I, remember, see it. I remember replying to one guy's review, and I'm like, you and I obviously did not see the same movie. <laughs> did <laughs> I was you like, see the 2016 movie? I don't know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, I mean, I have my thoughts about the 2016 movie. I I, I like the, the ladies who, who who were in the cast of that, but I just didn't like that movie. They, they did the wrong thing with it. They Yeah, I think they, they went the wrong direction with it. And it really, I mean, I get the whole female empowerment thing, right? I'm all mm-hmm. about it. It's, it's good by me. But yeah. it got to the point where it was like, it went from female empowerment to bash men, bash men, bash men. And I'm like, really, is that where we want to go with this? I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. We, we deserve it. Sure. I mean, the male gender has really fucked things up over the years. That's not what ghost church is. About. Thank you. Yeah. You know, I don't know if that was the platform for that kind of, I mean, sure. Take me to an Alanis Morissette concert and then we'll go for there. You know, it's, yeah, it's, you know, it's, you know they, yeah, it, it was just, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. It was a bit much. It was yeah. really a bit much, but anyway, mm-hmm. uh, but ghostbusters afterlife, was fantastic. Um, if you want to go, let me know. I'll go with you because uh, I would love to see it again. Mm-hmm. If we do it separately, however, uh, make sure that you stay all the way through the credits because there are they do a Marvel right where they have two okay. credit scenes, ones in the middle and ones at the very end. So you got to stay okay. all the way through to the end. And the one at the end is beautiful. It's beautiful. It's so still, still in the theater, and in a couple of weeks we're going to see it the, the weekend after this one. Okay. If I'm. If I'm nothing else going on, I don't know. This well, let me know if I'm available. I will be happy to go with you. Definitely not this weekend. I was very thrilled with that movie. Awesome. So. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see it because I mean, I have a, I have an ecto on my my desk here with a my my little my little Lego ecto on my desk with a Lego Fletchers in front of it. So is that the um, foot long one? No, it's a small. It's the first one, the small one. Oh, okay. Okay. Not the not the not the big. Uh, not the chunky chunk. Yeah, the, the big one, which, yeah. All right. It, it will be mine. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, it yes. Will it will be mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, so, what else is going on in life here? Let's see. Um, I don't know. January comes around. We're going to start planning another convention. Yep. So, full, full, full tilt boogie on 2022. Mm-hmm. I had a great idea for a possible guest, and I looked up some information about this person to find that their public speaking fee started at about twenty thousand dollars. I'm like, oh, maybe yeah, next it year. Might be slightly over. That might be a little bit too. much for us yet. But this person much, would be a huge draw. Yeah. And this person that I'm thinking about is still young yet, right? So as we power up, the likelihood that this person will still be topical, um, and uh, mm-hmm. and and a good draw will definitely be still, I, you know, I think they've got a lot t- of, tell me this, tell me who it is off, off the podcast. I, I will, you know what I'm going to do? Cause we <laughs> have technology. I'm going to text you right now. Ooh. It's to- almost like sitting in, when we were in, we were living in the same place and we lived in the same townhouse and we we're sitting in the same basement and we, I am in each other. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when you did that to me. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> But Chris and I lived together for a while. We had, a, we had yes. a townhouse, and we set up the basement to be our kind of our computer gaming room there. And we're sitting back to back, and we're rhyming each other <laughs> because that's what you do. I I don't know what was funnier—the fact that you did it or the fact that I kept replying. I don't know if I know that name. 
If you Google that name, you will you as soon as you see that person's face, you'll be like, oh. Okay, let me let me let me give it an O here. Let me see. You have to giggle. You have to giggle. I mean Google. One of those things. Oh wait, where, where do I know that person from? What various um, commercials and they've also done some several independent sci-fi th- series online. Oh um, and they've been in yes, a couple of yes, other yes, yes, okay, okay. I I, I, I yeah. looked at that would be an interesting person. I thought so. Different, right? Yes. Hmm. Well, so, someone, well, I mean, we can always look and, I mean, yeah. We'll keep it on the list. Yeah, and, you know, we can we can ex- explore that option. We can at least put some queries in there anyways to see if there's any flexibility in that or anything or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, we can always ask. So, anyways, that, that's an interesting get there but um, I, I, I see looking for new and different mm-hmm. um i finished the like beatles us. uh mm-hmm. get back on disney plus the three-part yep. series that peter jackson put together i thought it was amazing it was so I interesting got, to I, see I through about two-thirds of the first one has just haven't had time to go further it's yep. just phenomenal it's just absolutely beautiful what it, you know the story that was put together there so you get to see this and you see the tension and you see the heartache and you see the you know the 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 tensions back and forth but there's also a lot of the fun and the joy and and the creative uh the just the creative freedoms that they had and they just went off and these people are milling around around them like they're you know they were gods walking on earth and it was true at that time time, they were they really were but it's bizarre looking watching that piece of history yeah unfold and everything the the moment that most people are talking about is the one early in the first episode where paul's just jamming away on his guitar and suddenly get back is born Mm-hmm. The song, you can hear him hitting the rift, and he's kind of like pauses, and he, he's going after it again, and now he's trying some different, you know, lyric notes, and he's trying to try and get some, some, uh, some, uh, the vocal melodies out, and he's trying to sing. And at one point, they cut to George Harrison, he's yawning, like, yeah, there goes Paul, he's doing it again. <laughs> you know, but then he jumps in, and then Ringo starts kind of beating out a, you know, a rhythm, and, and then the three of them are into it, and then Lennon just walks in, because he was late to that rehearsal. Lennon walks in, he's listening, he sits down at his guitar, He's, you can see his fingers on the neck of the guitar. He's like figuring out where they're, where they are in terms of chords and whatnot. And then he just joins right in. He didn't even ask. There was no talking. There was no discussion between the four. Boom. He just dives right in and get back, just starts to create and evolve. And it's like, holy crap, I'm watching this, this all happen. It was amazing. Like, you know, I said this at dinner the other night when the, when the six of us were chatting away. So, which yeah, we need to do yeah. more often. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. They were only together for eight years, the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? It is amazing, and it was over before we began. Yeah, I mean, I mean, technically, to seventy. Yeah, yeah, and and technically, their their contract ran out in seventy three. So we can say that we were alive at the same time as the Beatles, still. But they were they had already finished creating by the time you and I were born. That's crazy. I mean, you kind of in my head, it's been long. It was longer than that. But they were like, yeah, could you hear about them so much? And it seems like there's so much history there. But it was only. I mean, in the big scheme of thing, that wasn't a long time. I mean, artists no, today, not really. artists today have been together for you know. I mean, look at like you know, bands have been together forever. You know, Aerosmith. You know, or, or you know the. Well, just, a lot of the '90s bands are still doing. I mean, right, Jam is still going strong after 30 years. Collective Soul still touring. Um, you know, there's a lot of these old time bands are yeah are still are, you know from our age and are, are still doing stuff together, and it's. You know, and Beatles were only eight years, and, and they made they made such a huge impact. The timing was right for them too, because that canvas was just bare. 
Mm-hmm. You know, rock and roll was rock and roll was being created when they then when they were born, when that yeah. band was when that band and and so that the canvas of rock and roll was was empty. You know, you you had these huge names like Elvis, you know, and um, you know Ricky Valley and all and you know or and uh, what was the oh my God, what was the Buddy Holly? I couldn't think of the guy's oh, name. Man. And Richie Valens and Big Bopper. You had all those guys mm-hmm. that were painting the foundations of what rock and roll would become. But then the Beatles came in and bam, and their innovation and their ability to bounce off each other. And you had all these creative personalities mm-hmm. and, and the, the fun and the energy and, and the sarcasm is just, they were all very, they were all very cheeky buggers. <laughs> and they were British. Uh, and they were British. Yeah. So Elvis was 53 to 77. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's just, yeah, it's, I just, it just boggles me. It's only eight years, really, for, you know, for, for the Beatles. And the last couple of years, last, you know, the last years of that was they were just, they did a lot of studio stuff. They weren't out. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. It was just, it was their just final life performance was on the roof of their their studio for the Let It Be, mm-hmm. you know, record. And then they gave, then they were able to put in Abbey Road, like three or four months later, they wrote Abbey Road. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> It's just to throw out another album, you know. What Holy crap, another legendary album, and then they were done. After, you know, that was it. That was their swan song was Abbey Road, which yeah. was amazing, you know, mm-hmm. to think that. Um, yeah. You know. it was, it was. In 19... I was watching a documentary about them afterwards, another one, a different one, mm-hmm. uh, that had come out a few years ago. A documentary? And in 19- documentary? Yes. <laughs> well, there's... I mean, there's so much material on these oh, guys. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. amazing. Uh, but in 1965, they had 25 chart-topping hits. Wow! <laughs> Not all of them went to number one, but they were all it's, up yeah. there. Yeah, you know, they hit it 25 times in 1965 alone. That is like two or three career. Like Duran Duran doesn't even have 25 hits across their career, and Duran Duran yeah. is one of the biggest bands of the 1980s. Mm-hmm. You know, U2 has something like almost 30 across their career that are like those chart toppers. You know, the Beatles did 25 in one year. Go, yeah. I mean, Come they were, on. They were, they were they, <clears throat> I mean, it's amazing how much there was about them back in, you know, the sixties when, you know, mm-hmm. there was no, no media like there is today. You know, imagine, <laughs> imagine if it was you know, like, wouldn't have happened. I don't know what would have, what would have happened in social media back in the Beatles. I don't know. <laughs> it would have been an entirely different animal. I don't know. I don't see social media of the 21st century adds a, a an uncontrollable element because mm-hmm. that was part of the Beatles' success is they had Brian Epstein, their manager, who kept them in line and protected them and took care of them. And not many managers are as adept at that as he was then. You know, they're not as good at it as now, mm-hmm. right? You know, because social media makes each talent each celebrity so unpredictable and gives them a, a microphone and you can't control that microphone. Right. You know, you can't control somebody in the middle of the night, just opening up a Twitter and saying, Oh, by the way, I'm over here. And here's what I think about something. You can't, <laughs> you know, you can't stop them at that point. It's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. They're off and running then. Yeah. It's, it's definitely such a different time today. Mm-hmm. Good and bad. There's good and bad to everything. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, it's interesting, but yeah, the Beatles. <sighs> Uh, I'm trying yes. to avoid talking about serious things because we really hit it heavy the last time we were recording. Yeah, there's just so much going on in the world, but well, there is, and there still yes. is. And um, yeah. 
I saw a little bit of Disney when I was down there. That was happy. That was happy. I'm glad. Thing. I know that you're your favorite place on the planet. It was, and I didn't. I just, you know, it's just Disney Springs. You know, it's just it's shopping and restaurants, but it's such a huge. I mean, when we were down there, do you remember down to Disney we went down there? You know, how back in '97, my last vacation on record. Yes. Yes, yeah, so your last vacation on record. <laughs> we went to Pleasure Island. And, <clears throat> oh my uh, God, that was so much fun there. Pleasure Island in downtown Disney, and it was it was pretty small. Right. You know, they have the store. Now it's huge. I mean, Pleasure Island is gone. Okay. Um, it's Do they still Disney. have like a nightclub scene there or is that just completely? There, no I mean, longer? there's, well, there's, there's restaurants and there are, there are some that are more like nightclubs there. So okay. I mean, it is, it is a, you know, it is a, it's not, it's not its own little district like, like it was at the time. You know, there's individual places to go to. And like there was some, there was people waiting in line to get into one of them, like a house of blues or something kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so there, I mean, there, there was, there's a lot of stuff going on there, but the only thing that's recognizable is this. Do you remember the bridge on the one side of pleasure Island to go in? There was on, on one, one side, I think where the side of the theater was, there was a bridge. I don't know if you remember it. I don't, I'm sorry you to can, say. Uh, yeah. But that's like the only part that I can recognize pretty much that's left from pleasure. Island. <laughs> There's a bridge. Because it's hard to redo a bridge because of water or anything, but, but um, yeah, I mean, I was, I, 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 I love being there. I wish I was there. We were there longer. I didn't plan it out well enough. I should have just, you should have gotten there earlier in the day to just, you know, even though it's all stores, it's just, I, I just loved being in the in the Disney environment, and you know, I, I love just going into the parks and just people watch. You know, I'll, I'm, I'm yeah. happy to go and you know, just not the whole day, but just go and sit for a while and just soak in the ambience type of thing, you know, and watch mm-hmm. people and just watch what's going on and just be there type of thing. And I, I, I like that. Just, just being there. I don't need to do, I'm not big on thrill rides necessarily. No, me either. You know, I'm, I'm definitely know. not. I, I'll, I'll ride coasters and I'll do something. I don't do spinning rides, no spinning rides for Dan. Um, <laughs> unless you want a special, special surprise at the end. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, I, I would have been happy to, to go there earlier in the day and just like, just, just, just be there and just wander around and see the wander through the stores and do whatever. And just, you know, I, I was, they had a whole bunch of themed Christmas trees up. You know, there was, Oh yeah. And um, there was like 17 themed Christmas trees. You know, so I was going around trying to find them and I found a lot of them, but we got to the end of the day and we had to, to go. So, but, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, they have, a, it's, it's, it's huge. I, for, I even forgot about a whole section of it until we found it again. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about this. It's, but yeah, Disney. I haven't been there since you, you and I were there together in 1997 mm-hmm. with all of our friends. It has changed a lot. Oh, well, that's good to know. Cause eventually I would do want to get down. That's my one big regret is I never got a chance to get my kids down there. So I'm hoping mm-hmm. to have a chance where we can like explore it together someday kind of thing. Yeah. So. I, mean, I, I haven't, I haven't been to Hollywood theaters and seen the star Wars land. I mean, I haven't seen, I haven't seen that at all. I definitely I want, want to, uh, I, I need to walk underneath the millennium Falcon. Yes. I do oh too. My gosh. I mean, I'm, I'm dying to go to go to there and see it. And, oh, I, I, Was that Galaxy's Edge is what they call that, that spot? Galaxy's yeah. Edge, yep. Yeah, that's definitely something on the list of things to do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm dying to do it, though. I was like, oh, I keep on seeing stuff about it and people going there. And uh, I just, yeah, it's a dream. It's a good dream. That's it a very good happen. dream. And it will happen someday. I, I trust that. 
I just got to figure out the right time for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the trick shot, isn't it? It's finding yeah. the time to do the thing. Yes, but the thing will be done. Absolutely. It will be done. I, I, yep. I, I did my, I did my first run since cancer. So that was go? good. It went well. It went you did a half, out. right? You didn't do the did, full marathon. I did a half marathon. Yes. <clears throat> How'd so, you feel during it? I felt actually a lot better than I thought. Okay. Um, you know, cause, cause of my, you know, my bowel pop, I wasn't sure how my, my, my bubbles would go. Um, mm -hmm. that, that's the, the problem I have because there've been some, I mean, just to, to get a little, you know, go for the TMI. Myself, it's okay. We're all here. Here. Yep. 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 If so, um, you know, so there's been some runs where it, you know, the, the, the running where you've had the makes, runs makes it. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. The running makes a run because it's just, you know, it just, it just flows. Um, and I was expecting that and surprisingly it didn't happen, but I thought it did. <laughs> so, so you thought it did. I thought it did because I thought I felt, you know, I thought I felt something down happen. So I, I waited like, and you know, so I lost like a three or four minutes of time just waiting in line for a porta potty because I thought something happened and nothing had happened. I'm like, Oh, that's a pleasant surprise, but I wasted three or four minutes of that. But, well, that's um, good. Yeah. So, I mean, but I was, I mean, I was actually pleasantly surprised that, I mean, that my body responded as I was wanted it to. And, and it felt pretty good. I mean, I hadn't trained as much as I needed to because right. you know, for some reason I was, you know, doing other stuff over the summer. You've been busy. You know, you know, chemo and some stuff like that. And, um, you know, but it, it went very well, all things considered. So Glad I, to hear it. I was overall happy with it. You know, it was half marathon. It was a lot, a lot less... It's amazing, you know, both both of them are long distances, but it's amazing how much more a full marathon puts on your body than a half marathon. You know, it right. is twice a, it is twice the distance, uh -huh. Uh -huh. you know, but the training is so much more because you, I mean, to do it right, you could do it wrong and not do all the training, and then you're going to kill yourself, and mm -hmm. you won't be able to walk afterwards. You know, <laughs> have you ever experienced that, or do you feel like you're? Oh you're, yes. My very first marathon at Disney World. Mm -hmm. Remember, the, remember the, the first the reason I did my first marathon was because I got this thing from the American Stroke Association that says we'll train you to run a marathon. You raise money for us, we'll send you to Disney World. And all I saw was <laughs> we'll send you to Disney World. <laughs> you know, and me who had never been a serious runner before thought oh, no. it was a sucker trip to to, to Disney World. Oh, oh my gosh. God! I mean, that's 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 great. I so, absolutely adore that. So, but that makes I mean, me so it, happy to hear that. It was a good experience, though. So, uh, I mean, overall, it. I mean, it was. Um, I, 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 the trainer, my trainer was Ellen, who who's the co-owner of Fleet Feet Stores. Okay. You know, so they, I mean, they're they're still they're big. They get bigger all the time. Fleet Feet. So that they would they would just started their stores at that time. So they would, you know, I think she they just opened it recently. And so that was new to them too. Um, so that she was my trainer. Stroke Association. This was like the, the last year I think they did it. Um, the year I did it. Um, you know. So I, you know, we had a, a group of us, and we all worked together. We raised the money that we, you know, they want us to raise. We did, uh, you know, did different events and on our own. We raised a lot of money, and they sent us to Disney World. And um, we had sixteen weeks of training. Which sounds like a lot, but if you haven't run before to do a full marathon, is not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, part of the training I'd done a half marathon before that. It was, a, it was the Niagara Falls Marathon. Okay. 
Um, so I, my, my first longer race was in Canada, but um, I did that pretty well. So I said, okay, I can do this. But remember what I said before, there's a big difference between a half and a full. Right. So the, the day the race comes along, you know, Disney races start early in the morning. You know, so early in the morning means you're getting there like by four, getting at the race at by by four a.m. Is it because it, you know they're trying to beat the heat in the afternoon, kind of a thing? Or well, they don't t- they don't start till closer to six. Um, but these you know, there's there's ten fifteen thousand people getting together, and uh, at that time, this was before they did any before any of these challenges came around. Now you hear about these. Now they have a, everything is uh, these challenges. You do multiple races like on a weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so at that time, the half and the full marathon were still on the same day. Okay. So, so we're getting everyone's getting together in one spot in an Epcot parking lot, and you know, so they start early to get people there, traffic and everything, get everyone settled, and the races do start early to be, you know, to try to interfere the least with the park. Um, so you know, my race experience. So I get there, everything's great, you know, we do it, we got pumped up, and then we start, we we run and. The half and so the way they did it was the half and the full marathon. The first half basically was the same route. So you're running with the the full the full marathoners are running with half marathoners. Okay. So you know the first half it goes to Epcot, then it swings up to the Magic Kingdom, and then it goes back by Epcot. Okay. Um, it passes Epcot on the way back, so it's a it's a loop upwards to start with. You know, so it's great. You're running, you run through the castle, you run, you run down Main Street. Oh, this is great! This is magical. Then you get to about to about the halfway point, and that's where at that time the half marathoners turned off. You hear all this cheering as they're all finishing, and you're thinking, "I'm only half done." Oh no! So <laughs> mentally doing the race that way was very difficult. Got because it. okay, so that so, so so a lot of running is mental. So you know that right. that, that mental part, hearing them finish, hearing them excited, like, and like oh my gosh, you know, and so okay, so that that part of the race, you're kind of running in you know, in the back lots, and there's kind of you're kind of like by a water treatment plant, and there's kind of a funny smell around that area. Mm-hmm. Then you eventually go down through. Yeah, um, it was it was getting light at that point, but okay. eventually, but eventually you get down to um, you go through you know the um, the Hollywood Studios and Animal Kingdom, and then you get back to Epcot and everything. But this was a, this was getting to the point where I was like, okay, I had not trained enough. So that first run took me about five and a half hours because I had to walk about the last a lot of the last ten miles or so. Mm. So I was I I stumbled across the finish line at the five and a half hour mark. I was happy to have finished. And that night they had a the Stroke Association had a dinner for all the participants because they had a, a large number of people there from different areas. And you could see you could tell the difference because they they, we, they bust us. We a lot of us were staying at you know um, like we my group was staying at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Oh, cool. And, and yeah, it was really, it was really cool. You know, with the, you know, where the drafts can come into your room, you know, kind of peek into your room kind of thing. But I didn't have <laughs> one of the cool rooms, but it was still kind of neat having a little safari on your property. Um, but getting on the bus, you could the you could tell the half marathoners and the full marathoners because the full marathoners could not walk. <laughs> <laughs> we looked like oh, old, no. we looked like 
very old people, and we looked like we should have all had canes the way we walked. Oh you know, no! One, one step at a time. You know, getting you know, on the bus like oh, and then you see us getting off the bus. Like, half marathoners are doing great. You know, they're they're walking pretty they're normal, but they're they the dance floor. Us four marathoners, we could barely move. You could tell oh, because geez. most of us were not normal runners and everything. And it's like, oh my! And I thought, I when I when I had crossed that finish line, I said, I am never running again. And how many marathons and, later now? And I kept that vow for about three months afterwards. <laughs> and then I said, yeah, let me go for a little run. And now what is it? Seventeen full marathons later, yeah, and seventeen like and a couple 30, halves here and there. Like Thirty half marathons or something. And your sister is a distance runner too, or she just does five k's? No, she well, she goes up the half marathon. Uh huh. Um, so yeah, she she got the bug bad. I mean, she does it a lot. She goes she goes all over the place. And she's she's with uh, the Rochester Roadrunners, mm-hmm. um, for that group, and they're all over the place doing stuff. Um, so yeah, she's really she's she runs a lot more than I do as far as like races and stuff and groups. And she has her friend, and they have a beer always have a beer afterwards. It seems and there you go because you know, a, a beer after a run is always it tastes better. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was at uh, MCC getting my associate's degree out of the way. And they said, oh, you have to have phys ed classes. All right. So I took karate one semester. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of us would get in the habit of, after our karate class, we'd go across the street to Fridays and have a beer for pain relief. Because <laughs> that's what you do. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. But, so, yeah, that's how I started running, just sort of uh, because of Disney. Um, and for the next next uh, six or seven years after that, I was I would do a Disney run. So the two thousand that was in two thousand what was when I started two thousand five. So this January two thousand five was my Disney run. In two thousand six, I went to Disneyland for the first time. Okay, that's the California Disney, one. Yep, I did Disneyland half marathon. Anaheim. Yes, that was great. I got to see Disneyland. They don't do that run anymore. But and then <clears> seven, <throat> eight, nine, and ten, I went back and did the Disney marathon. So they started. I think uh, two thousand seven is when they started the goofy. That's when they started doing the challenges where they did like the half and the full. Mm-hmm. So half on Saturday, then full on Sunday. Oh god! So they started. So that's when they started splitting up the races. I think Disney. I'm not hundred percent sure if Disney started doing the challenges, but I, I think they if they weren't. You know, they were one of the first ones to, to do that. You know, so you get, you know, the half marathon and the full marathon get a special goofy medal because you got to be goofy to do that. You know, so, you know, so I thought oh, that's a that's a great thing. I'm going to do that. So I started doing that. So I did that for seven, eight, nine, ten. Um, now they have the dopey run, which is, you know, a 5K, 10K, half marathon and a full marathon. You got to be dopey to run that. You have to do yeah, four days in a row, dopey to get up that early in the morning every single day to go and do these runs. And but I want to do it all bad, really badly. <laughs> you're 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 a masochist. But yeah, does so, your family understand that about you? That you are a masochist? They understand that I like to run for some reason. They don't understand why, but uh, Diana does now. I think Diana mm-hmm. understands. Well, I'm Diana gets it. Yeah, my uncle Mike does. My uncle Mike was used to be a runner, but he hurt his knees, and he hasn't been able to run. But he still, and his, his, I think his wife still runs, and some of the kids still run. His kids still run. My uncle Mike. Um, Is that in your dad's side or your mom's side? That's in my mom. It's my mom's side. Got it. I don't think there's any of the. I don't know of any other runners in the family though. It's just on. It's just on my. 
my mom's side. My mom's uh, one of her younger brother's kids. So. We picked up a weirdo. Yeah. Proud of it. <laughs> so anyway, so the, but they gave me an excuse to go back to Disney every year. So I was happy to take that excuse. <laughs> That's amazing. That's fun, though. That's good because you're doing mm-hmm. the thing that way. I was doing the thing. And then awesome. I said, my last run was on January... Where to go? I'm just looking today. On January 10th was the last Disney marathon I ran in 2010, and my oldest child was born January 12th, 2010. I make no comments. None yeah. whatsoever. Hey, I made it. I got back on the evening, the night of January 10th, and she didn't go into labor until January 11th. <laughs> January 10th being my son's birthday, by the by. <laughs> That's amazing. That was some good. That was some fun timing there. (laughs) I'm so glad you you were happy with that. (laughs) I had signed up for the race before we knew she was pregnant. Okay. Because they signed signed up really early, and then she found out, and I was like, okay, should do I do it or not? Because she wasn't due date was later in January. Gotcha. So I up until like days before, like pretty much a day before, I was questioning. You know, I was like, "Do I not go?" and everything. And she had been to the doctor; everything was fine and everything. And um, yeah, and so I went <laughs> with. Uh, yeah, I didn't go. I didn't go in the parks that time. I didn't. I stayed off property. Mm-hmm. I, rent, I rented a car so I could make a quick getaway. I, I you know, I, I took precautions but and that was also one of the coldest disney marathons on record oh yeah that's that's the one where it was on the morning of the marathon it was like 26 degrees oh dear god so for disney especially that was very cold you know i can only imagine there was ice warnings at the water stops the the day before it was it was like there was like freezing rain and stuff. So it was not a pleasant running weekend. <laughs> well, just suffice to say, in weather like that, at least you know NASA would try to launch a shuttle. That's right. But oh yeah, anyway. So yeah, I I still love the running. I mean, it, it's it's been hard the past year 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 or so, but mm-hmm. I, I still love getting out and doing it, and I'm glad I still can. Hey, you know, you you are far and away more athletic than I am. <laughs> Although I've been getting good about being on my my rowing machine on a on a every other day basis so far, my, my my knee has not been happy with the idea. So I've been kind of like easing up a little bit, but I've been trying to at least do something every other day. You gotta find something, something that doesn't you know if you if you got joints to hurt, find something that doesn't bother the joints or. Well, the rower is actually pretty good because it's very smooth. There's not a lot mm-hmm. of. You know, uh, sudden stops to it at all. It's it's. Kind I didn't of look at your. I wanted to look at your rower. I wanted to see what you had. Next time you come I, over. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, uh, got distracted by other stuff when I was over this past weekend. Um, yes, we were eating our brains out. Yes, Thanksgiving to electric boogaloo. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's just not as definitely not as high impact on your your, your joints as other things. Yeah. But, so, but yeah, do what you can. You got to keep it keep it busy there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, and that's a doing the thing kind of level stuff. Yeah, we like doing the thing, everybody. Yep. Do the thing. Where's, where's my doing thing? the thing. Ow. Or ow. 
Sex, sex, sex. <laughs> Isn't that how it works? I, I have no idea. I don't know. Either. I really don't know. It just sounds kind of weird. I know but, that I went from, I used to be excited for very nerdy things, and now I'm excited that I have an air fryer in my house. <laughs> I've gotten to that age, apparently. Uh, I'm excited when I can get out of bed without like a preamble. <laughs> do, you do, that? do you do that? Like when you get up, you get, you sit up first, you sit there for a minute, you're like damage report, you know, like you kind of, you feel like the, the, the FTL drives are spinning up, you know, everything's coming out and now we can get up and like walk around. Not quite. I mean, I used to, I used to jump out of bed, but now, I mean, now I, I just been so tired because I, I get up multiple times at the night still. Yeah, um, I'd still do a couple times a night myself, but I think that's just because I'm 51 at this point. <laughs> yeah, I know, it's just because I know. Infamous old man bladder. You get bladder, in my, bladder and bowels for me, but um, so I don't, I don't always get good sleeps, sleeps, good sleep, um, mm-hmm. and so yeah, but. And so I, I, when, when I get up, I still get up before my alarm though. I mean, I, I, what's that like? Well, I mean, so I I mean, I I still work early hours. I mean, I'm at home. I still work. I start, I quote unquote, I start early. And so, you know, I'm, I I will, I wake up at four 30 without an alarm. That ain't right. That ain't right at all. So, I mean, I, I, my usually, unless I'm super tired, if I set an alarm, I'll wake up before it. I usually don't hear it go off, so I'll wake up before it. You know, I'll set it for whatever time, and I'll still I'll wake up. If I don't set it, I, I won't wake up. But if I set it, I'll wake up before the alarm. That's which is, funny. Which is a weird thing. Well, you are a weird thing, so that well works yeah. out really well. You know, if I set it for 6, I'll wake up you know, just, just before 6. Or if I set it for 4.30, I'll wake up before 4.30, you know, and unless I'm super tired or something, it, it usually, it's weird how it, my body does that. And I don't know why, but, but if I don't work out though, I, I feel worse during the day. So I, I need to get up that early and do my, you know, workout or whatever. If it's in the summer, I'll be running most of that time. If it's the winter, I usually be down in the basement and I'll do some, you know, weights and running on the treadmill and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, it's crazy stuff we do. Keep myself, keep ourselves physical, keep ourselves healthy. We used to not have to worry about stuff like that, but we would do it anyway. But now we have to concentrate on doing stuff like that so that we can keep doing things. So we can do it longer, do everything longer. There you go. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <coughs> oh, man. Oh, woman. Mm hmm. But yeah, yeah. I mean, that's part of what it is. I want to keep keep myself healthy enough where I can keep on doing stuff is what my goal is. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, always I, have something to do. You and I have talked about that in the past. My grandfather's old idiom, you know, just always have mm-hmm. something to do. Mm-hmm. You know, even if it's reading a book or making making a sandwich, or just do something. Mm-hmm. Don't just sit there and let life go wandering by. Be a part of it somewhere along the line. Right. Keep yourself active in some respect. Keep your brain active. Keep your body active. Keep doing mm-hmm. something. I mean, you, you look at, um, oh my gosh, I, my brain is going, um, Sound of Music, um, Dick Van Dyke. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, he's, what, 98? And he's still- Is he really? He, or he's, he's, something like that. He, Alexa, still, how old is Dick Van Dyke? 95. 95. Still, that's damn, that's damn good. And he's still he's, active. 
he's still active. He still, he says he still dances every day. He still does stuff to move. And, you know, Betty White's turning a hundred this year uh, in January. God bless that national treasure. Oh, I mean, it's going to be sad when she, when, when yes, when, when the inevitable does, does occur. Yeah. Because unfortunately we don't live forever, even though we want to, but I'm, I'm she, she has been, she's, she's done amazing. Betty White was actually Betty the Gray, and then she defeated the Belrog and came back as Betty White. <laughs> little, little known Lord of the Facts ring, Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings fact. My, I have noticed that lately, my, I have either been like missing words, I have saying a lot of things wrong more than usual. I, I've had an, I've been typical of that in the past, but I've been doing it a lot more. Like I, I'm doing it, in, like if I'm texting you or, or writing, typing things out, mm -hmm. I'm, I skip words. I look, I look back. I'm like, I, you know, I'm missing words. I'm like, how is that? I, I don't. I'm noticing that's happening more, and it's. Well, if it's any consolation, I still love you. Okay, good. That, um, that when when my friend Annette was going through uh, breast uh, breast cancer, mm -hmm. and she was going through all the chemotherapy and whatnot. This is a very smart young woman. I mean, she's a she's a practicing medical doctor at this point, mm -hmm. and uh, and she called the forgetfulness chemo brain. So <laughs> I can only imagine that you're probably going through a little bit of that, you know, having been through a few rounds of chemo yourself. Yeah, but it's been a while, so I thought that'd go away by now. But mm -hmm. it's, it's just weird that you know, it's, I keep on catching it. It's like, oh, geez, are I typing or putting in the wrong word? Or it's like, oh, come on, <laughs> you can't be going through this already. <laughs> I, I guess um, I, I guess I have gone through a lot. Then, haven't I? Yes, you have. You really have gone through a lot. You got to give yourself some credit for that. Mm -hmm. You know, that's yeah. that's a that's a big thing that you've been through. So. Yeah, been fun. It's been fun. <laughs> it's been an adventure. Oh, well, there you go. I, I will call it an adventure. <laughs> adventure. I got to not use fun. I, I use fun at work sometimes. People are like, why are you calling that fun? Well. <laughs> because if I don't put that kind of a spin on it, I will go bonkers and you pretty, will not like it. Pretty much, yeah. Because yeah. it's working get crazy. But you want yeah. me to be using humor, dark humor or otherwise, because if I am not using humor, somebody's going to be in a lot of trouble. <laughs> humor, humor is a great medicine and it I, really I, is. I, I mean I got the I got some, you know, some of the people I work with and I, I throw out these these comments sometimes and, and like this one of my coworkers, she's like, uh, you, you know, you make me laugh so much in some of the things you say and it helps me through my day. And it's like, okay. it helps me by, you know, it helps me not keeping things serious. There you go. You know, and it helps. I'm glad it helps you by giving you a, a smile for the day. You know, I'm trying, I, I try to be, you know, not rude humor. I try to be just, just funny humor. You know, it's just, mm -hmm. you, know, you can't, you gotta, uh, yeah. So it's, I caught a TikTok this morning while I was getting ready for work. Oh my gosh. Are um, you okay? Huh? It was the first couple of minutes of Robin Williams visit to the actor's studio with that guy that, uh, that professor that did all the the, the interviews of actors. Yeah, I I, 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 I passed away I last that year. Too. Yeah, and just it's basically two minutes of Robin Williams going completely just bonkers off of the you know rebounding off the crowd like he always does, bouncing off the crowd like he always does. And 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 at one point he sits down, and he goes, 
So how are you? Right? And the interviewer, <laughs> I wish I remember this band's name. Let me let me inside the actor studio. Let me look that up mm-hmm. real quick. I know he's been on my feed so much lately. I don't know why, but he's been like everywhere on my feed, and it's I don't, I'm not complaining, right? But it's like it's oh, he he was such a, a talent, but it's like like so many people that that age though they just all this other stuff going on. James Lipton. I knew as soon as I saw the name, I knew I was going to remember it. But uh, yeah, James Lipton is just sitting there, just it, just watching it and just letting him, just letting Robin go, not mm-hmm. not being, not being flustered, not being upset, just enjoying the show and ju- it's just enjoying the people's reactions to this man, and and then finally, you know, Robin just shuts up for like two seconds and James goes, first question, we're two <laughs> minutes in already, and the crowd just loses it, and then of course now Robin is off on another tangent, and there he goes again, you know, and oh god, it was amazing. It's just a, some of my favorite interviews with him were when Letterman would invi- invite him on. Mm-hmm. And Letterman would always invite Robin Williams onto the set, knowing full well that Dave, Dave uh, would not have any control of the show once once Robin appeared from backstage. Did, did you see the first time Robin was on Johnny Carson? Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and he was struggling because he just wanted to go bounding around, but he also wanted to behave for Johnny. And then there were times where he would just, that's it, he's off the chain, there he goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? it, it just, it I have no idea what to do with him. <laughs> it was just amazing. And uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, he, he, Robin was the first person you, you, you'd invite in for an interview, and you, then you just sit back, and he does yes. all the work pretty much. And, yeah, you, you didn't do any pre-show, you have no prep, you have no skits, you have no nothing, the music is just going to play spontaneously. Okay, cool, bring Robin in. <laughs> you know, just, I've got no, I've got no monologue. Just bring Robin in. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, my, one of my favorite shows, you know, is whose line is it anyway? And oh god, that's hilarious! They've had some great clips lately. Have you seen Rob? Did you see the one with, with Robin Williams on it? Yes. Oh my yes. god! The only one that's possibly funnier is the one with Richard Simmons on it. Oh my god! Because it's just you have no idea what he's going to. Because he has no idea what he's doing. If you haven't seen the one with Richard Simmons, you got to watch that one too. But those are probably two of the funniest episodes of that show with Robin Williams and Richard Simmons. And they're two two separate episodes, of course. But when they were on the shows, oh my gosh, it was just it's just two crazy individuals that. Oh, I mean, it was it was I was dying during those. Yeah, uh, Richard Simmons is just flat out insane. There's no mm-hmm. kind. There's no kind way to say it. He's just, the man is just nuts. Yeah, in such a f- wonderful way, but nuts nonetheless. He's he's a happy individual. He was. He really he, is. He was just he he did had his thing and he did his thing, mm-hmm. and and you know whoever you know naysayers be you know whatever he he did his thing and you gotta you gotta. You're seeing that pestilence? Did he die and I didn't notice? I don't, actually, I have no idea. I don't think he did. He he, but. I don't I haven't heard anything about him lately. I was gonna say it. Um, I'm sure the people would have noticed that one. No, he's still he's still alive. He's 73. Good for him. He's probably in excellent shape. Milton Teagle. Is, is that his real name? Milton Teagle Richard Simmons. That's funny. Best known for his eccentric, flamboyant, and energetic personality. <laughs> Yes, he was very, very energetic and flamboyant. He is flamboyant. Yeah, he puts I, the uh, the fire in flaming. I think he was. I haven't seen him in a while, but mm-hmm, I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but he. I'm seeing. Yeah, he was. He was a. a he was definitely a personality that you would never forget. <laughs> but yeah, so 
Oh boy, so much crazy stuff. So did we keep this light enough for you this time, Chris? Yeah, no, we did good. You could have gone heavy with me. I would have taken you there. It's fine. I just know that sometimes we need to throttle back and just remember to laugh once in a while to talk about fun things. Yeah, well, maybe next time we get into all the heavy, crazy stuff that's going on in the world. Well, there's because... there's a lot to talk about, I'm oh sure. Gosh. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad it's almost an hour in because we don't have time to talk about it. But it's Yeah, kinda... I'm not going to bring in, uh, you know, I could just say Texas, for God's sake, and oh that'd give us gosh. an hour's worth of material right there. Texas or what's going on in the Supreme Court or yeah, or, um, yeah gun laws or whatever. And... Yeah, you have a large chunk of the of the government that's trying to turn us into the the handmaiden's tale and another half of the chunk uh, of the government that wants to stop that but doesn't have enough of a spine to do it you know they can mm-hmm. put their foot down and have this over with in a very quick quick step but no they can't do it they're too caught up in themselves and yeah. term limits we'll go back to term limits term limits finance reform mm-hmm. Yep, I've been seeing that popping up in different, both of those popping up in different, especially finance reform. I've seen that popped up in a bunch of different places that I've been reading. Yeah. Um, so, so dear listener, our friends out there who are listening to us right now, this episode 14, a little bit, um, for the most part, substance-free, but if you think about it, we've been kind of just keeping it light, giving you some fun stories, mm-hmm. talking a little bit about Dan's marathon running, uh, how to appreciate Disney, how to appreciate staying active, things like that. Some fun stuff to giggle about. Um, humor is. Yeah, just, you know, to laugh. To laugh. It, it's okay to be serious about life. It's okay to be serious about the issues that are important to us, but don't, don't forget to stop and say, I'm going to take a break, you know? Right. Take a break. It was a few weeks ago for me that I was talking with a few of the guys that I, I play D&D with on a regular basis. And one guy was on vacation. Oh, well, I'm planning a vacation for a couple of months. And then somebody was like, oh, yeah, I had a vacation a couple of weeks ago. And I sat and I thought about it. And I've done several staycations over the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll burn vacation time to stay home and do you know projects around the house, do yard work, you know, paint a room, sleep in, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm thinking about all the times that I've gone out of town just in the 21st century so far. And I went to Florida twice. Oh, well, they're for weddings. And I was busy. And, you know, one of the weddings I performed, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I had to, to take my ex-wife around. So, you know, she'd be able to take care of things. I was helping her with stuff, you know. And then there was a time we went down for, oh, nope, that was that was a business trip. Oh, nope, that was a business trip also. Oh, I went to Toronto. Uh, but then I turned around and went head right back home. You know, I went to Ottawa to visit family, but that was two days and I went back. You know, it, I couldn't wrap my brain around it. And I kept looking and kept looking and kept thinking back, kept thinking back. And I realized that the last time I went on an honest to God vacation was when I was with you and our gang at Disney in 1997. That was yeah. my last vacation. My honest to God, genuine, like, I'm going away. I'm going to sleep. I'm going to eat. I'm going to do everything non, non-schedule. I'm just going to go and have fun. 20, 1997. Some of the people listening to this podcast weren't even born in 1997. Oh, stop that. <laughs> you know? Like, oh, my God. So yeah. that was it. And I knew I, I, I had some, some money that I'd saved up for some house projects, but I'm putting those on hold because, you know, it's time to do a little self-care action. We need to take care of you. Yep. And especially... If and I am terrible long. at self-care. I am awful at it. I, I have to come to terms with that. And um, so yeah, and I... I need to around for at least another 40, 50 years here, Chris. That's so, it, man. Know. I'm not going anywhere, dude. So you got you to do, so, do that self-care. So, 
I am, uh, I'm going to go on a road trip with my dog <laughs> and we're going to drive South this spring. And, uh, I'm, I'm going to, I found this cute little, uh, this cute little, uh, cottage right on the water in North Carolina. And it's going to be fun. Awesome. I'm taking my, I'm going to take my laptop and my car with me and I'm going to visit people along the way on the way down. Mm-hmm. I got a couple of people lined up like in Pennsylvania and Virginia that I'm going to stop by and visit folks that I've known from my gaming days and whatnot. So that'll be fun. It'll be a good yeah, time. Definitely. And that'll be this spring coming to a place near you. Yes, you know, it won't be. Ha <laughs> Fair enough. But uh, I think for now what I'm going to do is I'm going to um, nuke these pizza pockets because I, you know what? My first run with the air fryer, not impressed. <laughs> I got to find the right thing. I think pizza pockets for a maiden run of, a, of an air fryer probably was not the exact thing I should have been doing. So Maybe, but you got to play around with it, try different things, see what yeah. works best and everything. Yeah. So. so we'll see. I'll be playing with that a little bit because I love my kitchen gadgets. Yeah. How was right. dinner the other night? Did you like it? Did I do it? How did I do? It was good. I, okay. the, the food is all good, so yeah. And Ann and Tanya helped out big time. Brian brought some stuff. D D brought those green beans that were wrapped in bacon. Mm-hmm. Those were amazing. I mean, so, bacon. I mean, bacon. You can't go wrong Honestly. right there. But I love yeah, green seriously. beans too. So, so it was, it was a perfect, perfect match for me. Everything's better <laughs> with bacon. Mm-hmm. So, but we got to do that more often. Get the board together and just chill. Do something. Yeah. So we we talked about bacon. business for all of two minutes the entire evening, and I thought that was fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, except for getting into the point where we're going to talk, talk, talk more business. So, right. You know. But you know what? Once in a while, not talking about business is good for us. Or have more of a balance. You know, right. if we you know have a yeah, have a, a meal first without talking, and then talk about it afterwards, kind of mm-hmm. thing. So you know, mm-hmm. so and we talked about bringing in our our, our, our little monkeys or whatever. Yeah, the junior board, <laughs> the steering committee. So we want to get them more involved and get, just expand our our reach here and do more do more things. Yes. So, awesome. I like doing more things. So do I. All right, my brother. I'm going to let you go. Don't let me go. I'm not going to let you go, Jack. <laughs> All right. And I got will, a couple we, will end this, we will end this podcast. For now, at the For one now. hour and 49 second mark. We shall return. Hopefully, yes, we shall. Hopefully not in, like a month later like we have been. Yeah, I know. We'll be a little <laughs> more regular at it. But hey, this was episode 14. That's beautiful. 14. We're I getting like there. It. Yeah. We're gonna, and I have been looking into some of the things we've talked about in the past, so we can have like maybe bring a guest in and and have some like conversation and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I also, you know, what I, I want to do is I want to find a, a friend of ours who is gender fluid and can explain some of this to me because there are some. I want to be a good ally. Yeah. I, I want to be a good ally. I really do. And and I'm, I can be very accepting. So if somebody says he, these are my pronouns. Okay, cool. I'm going to do my best. And if I make a mistake, just bear with me and I will do what I can to respect you. And I promise to work hard at that. And, but there's certain nuances to pronouns and approach and orientation and whatnot that I just don't get. And it's hard for me to, and I want to understand so that I can be better at being an ally. So I'm hoping to find somebody we can talk to about that. And then we had it, it, it put it, say it's the right way, but I want, we got to find someone who's not uptight about it. 
Yeah, no, I know a couple of people who are, who are genuinely, you don't want to cross that bridge with them because they're just going to think that you're trying to insult them, right? right? But I know a couple of people who are just like, I will be happy to talk about it and I'm going to strike up conversations with them awesome. so that we can do that. I, and I, yeah, I would love to talk about it more with somebody, yes. Yeah, and then a couple episodes ago, we were talking about Native Americans and their mm -hmm. their cultural at, outlook on, on generationals and, and general, generational development and things like that. Mm -hmm. So yes. I definitely want to find somebody uh, who we can have a great conversation with. I, I would love mm -hmm. to learn. Yes. So, we are all right. about learning. You're never too young to learn. Never Absolutely. too old to learn. I'm sorry, never too old to learn. Boy, I am. Old. Yeah. You need a nap. I need something. You need a beer and a nap. I or a glass something. of wine and a nap. Yeah, all right. Or maybe just a nap. So. <laughs> with that, <laughs> with that being said, we uh, bid you all adieu. <laughs> I love you, man. It's great to talk to you. you. I will talk to you real soon. All right. All right. Ciao, ciao.